Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. Why wait for the start of the year or the new financial year to plan? Why indeed? In fact, you should always be planning, says sales guru Sue Barrett, especially in these turbulent days as the spread of COVID and potential variants of the virus change the way we live and work. From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. Sue is CEO of Barrett Consulting Group, and she's an ethical and sustainable business growth strategist. If COVID stymied your sales this year, perhaps now's the time to do something to kickstart your sales growth. Not just something, though. Sue has seven things you can do. First, she reminds Chris Ashmore why now's a good time to press the reset button and plan for the future. As far as I'm concerned, you never stop pressing and resetting the button. We usually say in relation to, say, a sales strategy that it should be a minimum of sort of around 18 to 24 months in duration and you reset that all the time. But I think with COVID, it could even be at a six-month sort of level because you've got to look at what's changing out there and what's happening. And I remember coming across a really great quote during last year, during our first lockdown, and it's attributed to Vladimir Lenin of all people. And it says this, that there are decades where nothing happens and weeks where decades happen. And I think COVID has definitely thrown us into that weeks where decades happen, lots and change. Clearly COVID's terrible, what it does to people and what it's done to, you know, particularly certain industry sectors that are very people-centred, where they've got to have human-to-human contact. They're the ones that have been hardest hit. So it is harder for them to plan when they rely on having human-to-human contact. However, there are a lot of other businesses out there that can really help when we're looking at how to actually plan for the future and find different alternative ways to stay in touch and stay engaged with our customers and those sorts of situations, and of course, our staff as well. Mm -hmm. Well, for businesses that are looking to plan and move ahead, what do you suggest your sales teams can do between now and the end of the year? Well, I think because sales are the front line, sales and service are the front line, and they're the ones who are staying in touch or should be staying in touch with the customer base, it's really important that we can be reassuring and help people find a connection with us and stay in touch. So We've got sort of seven things we thought people could think about doing and just check off if they're doing it and to keep on doing it. The first one I think is really important and which we don't do enough of, albeit COVID may have helped us do this a bit more, is to stop and actually reflect on what's happening, what's going on out there as well as within ourselves and our businesses. So before people rush out like a crazy cat chasing its tail, we should take time to reflect on the past year Think about what's happened, what have we learned from that, and what do we want to achieve moving forward. And that then allows us to sort of weigh up things and find out where are opportunities. I mean, when a crisis hits, people automatically, or most anyway, go into fight-flight mode. And they can't necessarily think about planning, they're just reacting to the situation. But given a lot of us are in a position now to really study and understand what's happened and what we can learn from that and what we can actually do moving forward, that would be the first place I would start. 
The second thing I would do is then review your sales strategy, your go-to-market strategy. What is your purpose? What are you selling? Who are you selling it to? How do you need to engage with people? Has your approach to selling changed at all? Do you need to rearrange how you engage with customers? Do you have to develop some new value propositions or have you got some new products or opportunities or services you can now take? Because as I said, the conditions may have created new pathways for you. And so this is where we need to look at, okay, let's reset, rethink, what can we do? It's a great opportunity to introduce new ideas and new concepts because we do find that people are open to looking at new things because they realize, oh, this is not working anymore. What can I do? Most people don't want to sit back and just let life happen to them. They want to control something. They want to take charge with something. So let's make sure we're on the front foot and give them something that they feel they want to engage with with us. That's very comforting for people if they can see what's possible. That means then the third thing you need to do is undertake really forensic sales market segmentation analysis. You've really got to stop going splat. You've got to look at where are the opportunities. Have any of my markets dried up or or changed their orientation? We've got to make sure that we can really look at where are the new markets or new opportunities emerging? Are we capable and ready to take access or have access to those markets and really get ourselves moving forward? And then what I think we can do is really ignite the sales potential of our customer service teams. I mean, there are a lot of customers who are calling customer service teams because they're trying to work out what to do and where's that. And if our customer service teams are not in a position to be able to have agency where they can actually help customers on the spot sort stuff out, then you'll find customer frustration will actually you know, increase dramatically. So customer service teams are great frontline spotters of opportunity. And depending on what we give them in terms of agency and capability to resolve certain things for customers or open up new doors or opportunities with them, we could be actually leaving a great sales effort you know, on the back burner if we don't get our customer service teams really equipped and ignited to do that. The fifth thing, and this is where that quote I mentioned earlier about there are weeks where decades happen, is about really making sure that your sales and service teams are continuously training and developing themselves to work in a hybrid world of sales and service. Hybrid in the sense of both face-to-face as in in-person contact, but also remote contact such as, you know, video calls, you know, the telephone hasn't gone away. It's making sure that your sales and service teams are fully equipped to know how to sell and service remotely and in person. If you leave this development of your teams behind, you're going to leave sales behind. You're going to actually put your business on the back burner. We've found, and many businesses have found, that despite COVID, selling remotely is extremely effective cost-effective, human resource-effective, so we can't leave this development of our teams behind. The other development too, not just getting used to selling remotely, is actually just how to communicate effectively in all sorts of ways, but it's also about continuous development and how we help people stay on top of what's actually happening out there. We have a duty of care. Like I said, if we train and develop our people regularly and little snacks of learning, and this is the irony, Prior to COVID, a lot of people went, no, 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 we must have the one-day workshop or the two-day workshop to train our people in person, in a classroom. 
And as you know, Chris, we've been on about remote and ongoing education for years and years and years and years and years. And all of a sudden when COVID hit, after everyone got over the initial shock, guess what has ramped up? Remote, ongoing snacks of education. And it's just so brilliant because it really works and people just get so much value out of it. Sixth, basically you've got to look at your current capability of your teams, being able to assess them, help them benchmark where they're at, what else do they need to learn, what else can they bring forward. Do we have to improve their knowledge in certain areas? Do we have to improve their skill sets in certain areas? How do we keep their mental health good in these sort of situations as well? So being able to assess people and where they're at and what you require of them moving forward, very important. And the last thing I encourage them to do, and businesses of all persuasions, is set yourself a 28-day individual and team sales challenge. So it's a bit like looking at your activities, checking on them, keeping consistent and fit. It's a bit like boot camp for sales. And so what we do is we basically can help people and you can help your own people have these challenges and opportunities where we make sure we stay sales fit and we do the right things that actually help us drive opportunity, stay in touch with our customers for all the right reasons and do great business and remain profitable and successful moving forward. That was Barrett Consulting Group CEO, Sue Barrett. This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more BE Daily tomorrow. Follow at BE Daily Podcast across social media and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily Podcast. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M A Z A R S.com.au.